and let's roll out, roll out, roll out, roll out, let's roll out. What's going on, everybody? This is season two, episode one. Yeah. And look, somehow, some way, we're together again. That's craziness right there. I don't even know how it happened, but here we are. So, folks, welcome back. This is Food, Fitness, and Fun with Dre. Yes, buddy. And JB. It's a new year. It's a new day. And we're going to talk about a lot of things. But as always, we're going to start with our Sponsored By segment. Yeah. And today's Sponsored By segment, I couldn't say segment just now. <laughs> they keep it. It's good. Today's Sponsored By segment. Segment. Today's sponsored by segment is sponsored by my sister's Coquito. Mm-mm-mm. Trey had a little bit of Coquito, didn't you? I did, and it was so good. And I miss I miss Coquito. I never really get to have it uh, where I'm at. Uh, it's really like hard to come by. But came here. Oh man, I had that Coquito. It was made just right you know what i'm saying you could tell that love was in there you know with a little bit of extra oomph in it oh, great love this so that's our sponsor by today that season two you know it's cold outside you know that season that christmas time season that's right this season that's right perfect time for some coquito i mean what's winter without a little coquito yeah. you know so, what i'm saying i don't know keep, if you in a if you in a New York, New York City area, New York City, New Jersey area, trying to get some of that Coquito, and us up, we might be able, you know, do a little bit something. A little, a little homesick. You know what I mean? So, it's a new year. Yeah, but before we get to that, we also got another sponsor by Ooh. And that is... Super Regulars! <laughs> We got our super regulars, people. Oh, it's real right now. You know, our podcast is all about understanding the basics. And so we came up with this as if you listen to the podcast, we got a whole thing about super regulars. You should know what that means. Right. If you don't, go back, take a look at that, listen to that old podcast. It's really funny, but it lets you understand what we mean by the fundamentals. And that's what we mean when we say super regular. So Check out that super regular podcast. Check out these super regular shirts and become super regular. <laughs> Love it. Love so, it. if you want to get that, you can check us out on each of our Instagrams. Dre's handle is Sensei Dreness on Instagram. And you can check me out at Cherry Eggplants or Cherry and More Butters. The link will be in both bios, and we're working on putting it in Dre's bio as well. So you'll be able to get your super regular, all kind of sizes, all kind of flavors. Yeah, baby. So check that out. And now let's talk about this new year. All right. Somehow we've managed to come together for this new year, and here we are. We made it. We made, made it. Not only did we make it, in life, we're here. A lot of people haven't made it to this year. Yeah, never lie. But we somehow made it together. Yeah. And How that happened? I don't know. <laughs> it's kind of weird. You was just downstairs. <laughs> you know what I'm 
Hey, Jay. You never know where I might show up. Yo. Might be anywhere. I know that guy. Yeah, baby. Come on up. So here we are. Now, every time a new year starts, cats start talking about New Year's resolutions. Right. New year, new me. New year, new me. Out with the old. <laughs> and with the, the new. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm noticing, and maybe it's me. Let's see what you feel. I know we in two different areas a lot of times. Yeah. I'm noticing at the gym. It's not as packed as normal. Yeah, you know what? It's um, it's an interesting year because traditionally, anytime it's New Year's, it's usually flooded with a lot of people. The first two weeks. Yeah, who who part of their New Year's resolution is I'm gonna get in shape. This is it. This, this is, is my exactly. year. <laughs> I'm not gonna bullshit. I'm serious I'm, this I'm time. I'm serious this time. And uh. They go into the gym, right. and you know, you usually see them about first week of January. It's like incredibly crowded. I mean, I've been working out for years; it's always been that way. ridiculous. But yeah, for the first time this year, I didn't really see that. I mean, maybe a tiny uptick, uptick, right. but most people aren't there. Like, no, why you I saw the is? same thing. I, you know, I don't know. I maybe more cats are working out at home, Could be. or maybe more people are comfortable with where they're at i don't know i feel like one it definitely had covid definitely had a lot to do with it so a lot of people started home workouts they made investments in home workouts they bought home equipment right you know three thousand dollar pelotons or however you know and just decided oh yeah i'm just gonna work out in the house i, I bought this equipment right i'm gonna use this in the house so i think that has a lot to do with it also, you know, the, the fear. There's a lot of people who are afraid to be in crowded spaces. That's true. Um, so sort sort of like the movie theater too, right? It's like it's not as crowded as it used to be. So Except for Spider Man. Yeah. That shit was like this. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Yeah, I was only on the first day though. I no, I've seen Spider Man twice and it, and was, it like was like that both times. Okay. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It was yeah. not roomy in there. Okay. That was, well, I was a little nervous eating my popcorn, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, that's more entertainment where the workout is work. So, that's true. you know, people feel differently when it comes to like putting that work in. Right. But yeah, anyway, like the gyms are not um, as crowded. And uh, I think reason number three is people are giving a shit less. <laughs> Seriously, like really, like people are like, yo, you know what? I know I put on a few extra pounds, and I don't give a shit. Right. Because these these last couple of years, people are like, okay, what's really important, you know? And I don't care that I don't look as perfect as this Instagram person or whoever. Right. I just don't care. And so, why should I go to the gym to try to impress whoever? I don't give a fuck. I can't go outside anyway. Can't go outside anyway. <laughs> Where you going? So where I'm going fly, where I'm going go looking all fly. I think people just care less though. They just really don't give a shit. Uh, possibly. Like they used to. But I wonder, is it that, or do you think it's less dedication this year? Yeah, I, that's what I, I think. That's what I'm saying. It's like, it, even to be dedicated, it's like dedicated to what, you know? And, and then why? Why would we want to be dedicated to that? It's like, 
you know, how are you going to spend your time? But I'd rather spend my time maybe watching this movie or this thing or, you know, eating my favorite dishes. I really don't want to spend time in the gym. For a lot of people, that gym shit is not fun. They see it as work. It is work. And I guess, because we know the whole New Year's resolution thing is for the first two weeks, maybe a month, the gym is crowded. And then, boom, it's gone. So it's like, I guess people are saying to themselves, why am I going to even waste my time fronting fronting when I know I'm not going to go anyway, so I won't even join or rejoin or whatever. That's it. You know, when you said shit less. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It reminded me of a Jay-Z song. Okay, how'd that go? He says, I used to give a fuck, and now I give a fuck less. Yeah. And then later on he says, I give a shit less. See, I didn't even know that. Yeah, it's so, called it's called success. It's on the go. American Game Show. There you go. And that's not a paid promo. Yeah, maybe it's not gonna make it. But it could be. <laughs> Holler at us, hope. Nah, he got enough money. He ain't worried about us. Oh no. Exactly. So that's that. So now let's go into another another segment. Let's uh let's talk about what's more important during a fitness journey. Okay. All right. There's a lot of different pieces, and we, we've discussed the different pieces yeah. and how really working out is a culmination of different things yeah. where you're kind of shaping your mind, your body, mm-hmm. you know, your diet, all to kind of reach one place. Yeah. My question is, or a question, because I've seen this kind of, not a debate, but I've seen small discussions online, uh, Twitter and Instagram, where people are debating about what's more important for a fitness journey. Sleep or protein? Mm. I don't know why it's even a conversation because to me, they they don't intersect. For me, it's not one or the other. Like, it's not I'm not going to sleep and I'm going to get protein or I'm going to get lots of protein and not sleep. Yeah. Like we said, it's, it's a culmination. But the question is, what's more important for the fitness journey? Sleep or protein? Well, to me... I think it depends on what your goals are, right? As always. Um, so if you're talking about getting stronger and building muscle, you got to get enough protein in. Mm-hmm. You know, there's something called protein synthesis, and if you don't get enough protein in, how can your body synthesize? Let me back up for a second. So we know that working out is, in a very micro way, very small way, where like damaging muscle like breaking it up and then the repair process is when it gets stronger and when does that repair process happen it happens during protein synthesis and when you sleep so you have to have one to have the other if you don't have enough protein when your body does go to sleep it doesn't have the building blocks it needs to actually you know strengthen that body so i would say Getting adequate food, adequate protein comes first, but that doesn't mean don't sleep. It means like, if you're the type of person who's like, I need to lose a lot of weight, so I'm not going to eat, but I'm going to work out, you're not doing yourself any favors. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to eat. You gotta get an adequate protein, because when you sleep, all these little men, if you will, all these, this, this crew that's building your body, 
feel like where's the stuff we need to build this body like i'm, I'm ready to go mm-hmm. you know so it's like i heard the analogy it's like you know saying you want to build a house and having a whole crew show up but then there's no wood to build the actual house so that wood would be like the token it's like I'm, we're ready to build but there's nothing here you know um and so i would say i would prioritize getting enough food in the right food to quote unquote eat clean and then saying all right now that you got enough food in let's make sure you're you're resting properly so that um, you're getting enough of that rest so that crew has enough time to build that house enough equipment enough tools right okay yeah i think it's an interesting conversation to me what you basically said the same thing is they go hand in hand yeah without enough of all the things the body needs, it really, you could sleep 24 hours. If you don't have the right things in your body, like you said, we don't have the cement. We don't have, you know, these tools that we need to build this house. Right. Um, but I think also people sleep on sleep. Like I think cats really forget about how important sleep is. Yeah. Myself included, you know, there's times when I'm like, ah, I'll be all right. Mm-hmm. But that's not a good habit. And if you are going to be working out, your body needs that rest. You know what I'm saying? And I think a lot of cats are like, yo, fuck it. I'm going to get all this protein. I'm going to take my protein powder. I'm going to eat all the big meat. And, you know, all the stuff they told me has all the protein. You know, and I'm going to get my protein in and that's it. And then it's like, well, if I sleep four hours, fuck it. And it's like, yeah, but your body needs that time. To build Rome wasn't built in a day, right? right? That's the famous saying. So it's like you need time for your body to now repair. Yeah, you doing the work. We gotta get Dre. We gotta get Dre a, a, a latte or something. <laughs> yeah, I've been <laughs> so, up for a while. Yeah, you know I'm saying sleepy Dre on the pod yeah. today. But I um, yeah, so I think that a lot of cats are like focused on putting in the work, mm-hmm. focused on taking their supplements and yeah. eating their real chicken yeah yeah and it's like but then you're running on fumes you know what i'm saying it's like your 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 car got to shut off for a minute right you have to allow yourself the time you might be putting the tools in but sleep is important because that crew can't work if you're burning the candle at both ends right no that's true that's true so i don't think again i think for me the final answer is they go hand in hand it should not be one or the other yeah but I think that cats, especially cats who are trying to quote unquote get big, I think a lot of them focus so much on the protein and the supplements that it's like Yeah, you're right. You gotta sleep though. Yeah, I think because I, oh that no no I think I think both they have, so you take the person that's usually the guy, right? The guy's like focused on like getting really big. And so yeah, it's like I need protein, I need so much protein, oh, and they may not be getting adequate sleep. But then the other end of the spectrum, you have like maybe a, a female, a woman. Who's just like, I need to be slim. I'm so fat. I'm the fattest thing ever. And so they're not eating. They're probably getting enough sleep. They're working out, but they're just like, I just have a half of a bean. And, you know, and it's like, bean. you know what I'm saying? A half a bean? That's all you're going to have? Yes, because I'm fat. You know, and so it's like, that's the other end where it's just like, they're just putting it almost like, tiny bits of calories because they're super you know obsessed about being 
crazy, crazy slim. And when you do that, what happens is that you lose weight, but that weight is fat and muscle. And so you get people who just look flat. There's no, no, no strength there because those proteins are actually building anything up. You're right. So two things. One, I think that people forget, like, bodybuilders sleep a lot. Yeah, big time. Like, I remember when I was, when we were crewed up and going to the gym back in, like, 2013, 2014, there was a cat I knew who was bodybuilding. Mm -hmm. And he was like, we sleep, like, 12, 14 hours. Cats who really bodybuild. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he was, like, trying to figure it out because he had a 9 to 5. He was like, it's really hard for me to sleep enough. And I was like, yo, you don't get eight hours? He was like, son, that's not enough when you're lifting, destroying your body. And I was like, oh, that's true. And then he was like really into weightlifting and researching. And he told me like, yo, cats sleep like 14 hours. It's it's very common for bodybuilders to take some sort of sleep aid, something like that, sleeping pills, mm-hmm. so that they can get crazy amounts of sleep. But that's why also they take steroids because even if you're not getting that 14 hours if you take roids um that process of repairing happens way faster so where maybe a a natural person might need 10 12 hours Mm -hmm. because you're on roids you're you're getting those cool those cool men that come in they're the flash they're like it's a bunch of flash yeah yeah they're getting it done really really got flash and quicksilver all in there exactly so they're getting it done really really quickly Mm. um as opposed to just slowly repairing it's like that repair rate is maybe twice three times as fast um, than the normal person so that's why a lot of them can get away with maybe not getting as much sleep um because they also spend tons of hours in the gym it's very common for someone who is a pro bodybuilder or who wants to become a pro bodybuilder to be in the gym two three times a day absolutely you know easy i mean that's athletes period remember kobe used to say he practiced two three times a day and then still was doing his regular stuff right so you know if you really want it you got to put that work in. exactly no it's it's real so the second thing i was going to say is that reminded me of another topic Mm -hmm. Which was, you said a lot of times people are not eating enough and they're losing weight and muscle. Yep. So that leads me to another topic that we had on our list, which is, does weight loss equal healthy? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, not necessarily. Because a lot of times, especially you go to family functions, they see you in a minute, you're either fat or skinny. There's no in between. It's either Dre, you getting fat, man. What's up? Right. Or, damn, Dre, you, you, look, you looking good, man. You looking skinny. What's up? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's, well, yeah, it's a false sense of, a false perception. Because weight loss can be a number of things. It doesn't necessarily mean you lo- you're losing fat. Right. You could be losing a bunch of muscle. We know that you could just lose a bunch of water. Yep. You know, body's like 70% water weight. So, mm-hmm. Just losing weight in and of itself is not enough. You have to say, okay, what are you losing? Right. Are you losing muscle? Are you losing fat? Is it mostly water? You know, glycogen, things of this nature. Um, because just to be quote unquote skinny, that doesn't necessarily, that doesn't mean that you're healthy. I know plenty of skinny. The, some of the most unhealthy people are skinny people. 
because they feel like they can get away with it. They're like, I can eat all the McDonald's I want. I can eat anything I want. I'm always, I'm just small, 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 small. Right. Like, it's true, you are small, you are skinny, right. but you're incredibly unhealthy. You know, it's like you can still be skinny and have asthma. You know what I'm saying? You can still be skinny and be diabetic. And yeah, and like you said, you also don't know why the person lost that weight. Right. You know, a lot of times when people are very ill, the medicine they're on, the treatments they're receiving, it caused them to lose a lot of weight. But right. like you said, it's not just fat they're losing. They're losing different things that their body needs. Uh, so I think it's a good topic, and that's why I thought we should discuss it, because the perception is skinny is healthy. Right. But we don't really know that person and what's going on with them. For example, if you're on crazy chemo treatments, a lot of times the weight goes like this off of people. That doesn't mean that they're in the best health of their life. It just means they lost a fuck ton of weight because of what their body is going through. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 You understand? It comes to like chemo. Your body is trying to survive off that body fat. Um, and you know, by, fat, fat itself is just triglycerides. And so your body is using those triglycerides to, as nutrients to try to stay alive because of all these like fucked up chemicals that's going through it. Right. You know, and so it's using that body fat. Right. And that's why people lose weight so quickly because the body is using whatever it can. Right. In terms of like nutrients and, you know, to keep weight alive. Right. Yeah, so I thought it was an interesting topic because that is the perception. A lot of times, it's like you know, like I said, you go to family function, yeah. see somebody you see in a minute, man, man, you looking skinny, Dre, you looking good. Like, I think I'm dying. You don't even know what the fuck is going right, on. Like, right. You even ask a question, and I think that maybe less now, but I know, especially when I was younger, and skinny models were the thing. It was like anorexic was the look. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, not even skinny, like anorexic. You know what I'm saying? And it's really interesting that that is still a thing. Maybe it's less prevalent today because there is people more of what's awareness. Yeah. People yeah, there's more awareness yeah. and there's less of the. I think there's just a more accepting culture right now. I think that's something that a lot of people have been working on and there's like more plus size models and things of that nature. Where they're starting to recognize that you don't have to be a pencil to yeah. be uh, healthy. Yeah. No, no, um, not promotable. There's another term they use, um, marketable. Marketable, okay. You know, yeah. because that was the thing for a lot of times. It's like, well, Dre, if you want to be a Calvin Klein model, yeah, you know, yeah, we yeah. like your arms and chest, but yeah. you're going to have to drop 45 pounds right. for this photo shoot in three weeks. Like, right. what? And that's and it's funny you mention that because you take the pro bodybuilder, right? Like uh -huh. When you see them on stage and they're super big and super cut, they're in the most unhealthiest shape of that of, of let's say of, of that year. You know what I'm saying? So you're doing all this work to get to this show. Mm -hmm. These guys are incredibly dehydrated. Their their body fat is like less than like three percent sometimes. They feel like garbage you know um there are they they look whatever they look because beauty's an eye to behold it but they are in horrible shape they are not healthy whatsoever mm -hmm. and they feel like garbage 
you know, any bright dude will tell you that, like, yo, in order for that person to get that look that's super, super shredded, you just see striations all over the place, they had to dehydrate themselves. Mm -hmm. and, and the body definitely never wants to be dehydrated. Right. You know what I'm saying? You need water, like, constantly. Um, so, you know, we look at that, like, wow, that person looks great. Understand that they are putting themselves through horrible conditions to have that particular look. Right. You know, so. Didn't that didn't Sprite used to have a, a a promo run where it was like images everything? I think so. I feel like that was Sprite. Yeah. I'm gonna look that up and put it on maybe in the next pod. But or that's images, what that made me think. Or images of. nothing or something like no, that. No, no, it was images everything. We're gonna we're gonna get back to y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Matter of fact, if you see this clip and yeah. you know the answer, put it in the comments. I think it was like something like images nothing or sprite is real, something I don't remember. I think it was images everything. Because they had all these fly promos of like these cool images and cool yeah. people and it was like images everything. Anyway, that's what that made me think. Of. Yeah, but it's definitely, so, but it's definitely an illusion. Yeah, you know, so you create this illusion and be like, "Wow, this person's in great shape," and they're not, you know. And whether you're talking about like pro bodybuilder or, you know, some model that's you know way under their weight, um, they're not feeling good. They're not feeling healthy. Your, your your body doesn't want to be starving. Right. You know. And when you do that to your body, especially over time, constantly over time, over time, all kind of health issues happen. Right. So, yeah, it's not a, it's not a good thing um, to be that low body fat. Right. You know. But what's a good number? Um, it depends. So, men, somewhere between like 10, 12 percent, 13, something like that. Women... Somewhere like 15%, 20% is like a good number. That's interesting because yeah. the perception is that women should have less body fat. No. no. I'm saying like yeah. that's a societal norm. Yeah. It's like, girl, you got to get your, your body fat down. No, no, that's, that's wrong in terms of think about what a woman does. Mm. Like women feed other human beings with their fucking body. Based, you know, if it's like a baby or something so that takes like a lot of body fat and hormones and stuff gotta be like running so um it's women should have like a little more body fat on them than usual you know what i'm saying usually um it, even in a household people are de are depending on the mom to you know make this do this do these kind of things and so it's like Women, by design, should have a little bit more body fat on them, where men should have a little bit more muscle on them because men have to, like, go out and do things and work fields and, you know, pull shit up and all that stuff. So um, that's kind of the way it is. But if you look at fat and muscle, where men should have, like, a little bit more muscle than fat, um, I'm not saying women shouldn't have muscle because they obviously need to be strong, too. But... Um, the science is women should have a little bit more body fat on them. You know? That's interesting. Yeah. But you know, at the end of the day, you do what you want to do. You know, whatever look you want to do. But the thing is, trying trying to be healthy. You know what I'm saying? Trying to be like, hey, I'm 
I feel good looking like this. Right. You don't want to be suffering to right. have a particular look. And I know that there's, especially when it comes to, uh, not necessarily a professional bodybuilder, but like the Instagram model type, where they're trying to always look this way every single day, every picture they take. Like, those are the ones that are having like crazy complications because that's unhealthy. So you even take like back in the day, um, bodybuilders, right? The Arnold Schwarzeneggers, things like that. On stage, they look absolutely great. Once that competition was over, they was going to eat and pig out and, you know, go go crazy. Right. And they're going to put a little bit more body fat on and stay like that and then wait till the competition for the next year or the next competition and then start dieting down slowly to get that look again. But it was never in any bodybuilder's mind back in that day to stay looking this way. But there was no social media. So there's a time that you're in front of the camera and then there's a lot of time that you're not. So they wasn't in front of a camera 24 hours. Now we live in a place where everyone's in front of the camera 24 hours a day. And because of that, you have this societal pressure to always look like you're on stage. No matter where you're going, you're always on stage. You walk in the store, walking on a box, I'm always on stage. That's unhealthy. It's it's unrealistic. It's 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 an illusion. And so, as you were saying, with uh, some of these women uh, models. It needs to become more marketable of just being regular. Super regular. <laughs> Come on, son. You can't even say regular no more. You know what I mean? I mean, you want to look good, so you want to look super. But you also want to look regular. Regular. So you got to look super regular. Super regular. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's okay to look attractive, but to look like... Chiseled by the gods? Like a 10 on every... Every single day, you know what I'm saying? Like, especially with women, they got to wear makeup all the time. Like, how are you in the gym wearing makeup, trying to sweat? Trying... It's like, that's unrealistic. That's an illusion. And you're trying to keep an illusion up forever, you know? It's like, even a magician does the trick and then moves on. You can't just keep doing magic tricks constantly. Do more, just keep doing magic tricks. Don't stop doing magic tricks. It's like 24 hours a day. Yeah, like, I, I, I can't just keep doing magic tricks. Like, what the fuck? So you're not good enough. Right, <laughs> we're looking for a twenty-four hour magician. We want twenty-four hour, three sixty-five, baby. Right, right, and it's all an illusion. So right. you gotta not buy into that illusion. Right, and that was a good point what you said because even if you like, you know, recently you showed me pumping iron, right? Yeah, yeah, back. And as soon as Arnold wins, they show like a feast. They're smoking weed. They're smoking cigars. They're picking out, and I I can't remember who it was, but one of them was like. What are you doing? It's like, the competition's over, baby. That's it. We already went through all the crazy shit the last couple weeks. Now it's time to chill out. Yeah. Bodybuilders call that re recomp or recomposition. Meaning, and what is a recomp? That means like, I'm getting my body back to normal. The way I look now is not normal. So I need to eat food so I can recomp my body or get it back to a normal state. None of them are going to be 50 pounds overweight, but they're going to get a little more body fat on them and so that so that their body feels like, oh, no pressure, no stress. When you have that less body fat, that's very stressful for your body. Your body is like, find food. We need food. Where is food? Survival you know mode. Oh, straight survival mode. Like, kill whoever you need to kill. Do whatever you need to do. We need calories. Now. 
now. Yesterday. So if you get like stuck in some tundra somewhere and you're starving, you're going to notice you're going to get all kinds of ideas of how to get something to eat, whatever you need to do. And that's, that's what your body does. That ghrelin goes into your brain and you're like, yo, I got it. What I got to do to get something to eat. Right. You know what I'm saying? No matter how furious you need to become. So when you put your body um, fat that low, that kicks in. That's a survival thing. But once you start eating everything, your body's like, oh, it's lovely outside. This is beautiful, okay? I can, I can relax. Everybody, yeah. Feet up. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I don't need to eat anymore, you know? And so that's what they used to do. They used to re recomp their bodies to something in a normal, you know, normal body fat percentage. Um, yeah. Yeah, I didn't even know y'all was going to get this bodybuilding <laughs> lesson today. You know what I'm saying? But that's how we coming with it for season two. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're trying to, you're trying to let cats know, master your basics. You know what I'm saying? Master the basics. Get, get yourself together, but with less stress. Don't stress yourself out. Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, these are not real things. So you don't have to live to try to impress them. They're just illusions, you know? So step out of the illusion, get into reality, and enjoy your life. Unplug from the matrix. Unplug from the matrix! Yo. I know. I know as soon as I said I it. I don't know if you want to do it. Come on, let's go in, son. Do it. You want to do it? Let's go in, son. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, next segment. <laughs> let's call it's this time, fun. It's time to get to the fun part. You know what I'm saying? We spoke about food and fun and fitness. We got hit, got hit fun now. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we are both huge Matrix fans. Huge. We own them. We watch them. We joke about them. We quote them. All that. And since our last pod, a new Matrix movie has come out. Ooh. Now, well, let me ask you. Yeah. You want to get into the behind-the-scenes stuff that's going on with Warner Brothers, the director, and Keanu Reeves first? No. Or you want to go into the film first? I want to go back before we go even into the, into the film. Oh, shit. Right. And just say... I know, and I know you know too, a lot of people, maybe even most people, didn't like the movie, right? A lot of people are like, what is this? What's going on? I didn't like this movie. Right. What was some of the major complaints that people were having about it? The complaints I've heard and read about, which I honestly tried not to read a lot of the stuff I saw, people said... It was too long. It was long. The pacing was bad. They said that it didn't make any sense. Right. And that really it didn't accomplish anything new. Okay, so let's get into those. Let's get into those. Uh, I think we should, that's where we should start. And the last one was that it is not a good standalone film. Okay, so let's, let's, let's get into those. Let's get into... All those things. So it, it was long. Yep, it's a long movie. Um, but we know that, and 
I think I said this to you. I feel like we're we're at a time now that we're getting everything so quickly. Mm-hmm. The today's audience isn't ready to sit down for a long movie. So you let's go back to like Titanic. Titanic is long as fuck, but that audience from that time could sit down and watch that. Like, yeah, that movie was long, but oh my god, you know what I'm saying? Compelling. Oh, what? Breathtaking. I I didn't know what to do. I what? Did you see DiCaprio? Love right. of the love of the Leo. <laughs> right. So that was at that audience, but this is a different audience. This is an audience of TikTok, TikTok, Instagram, get everything quick and and you know. Say, say what you need to say. You got 15 seconds. You got 30 seconds, maybe a minute. And give me everything in a minute. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I'm going to teach you how to get out of debt. All right, you got one minute. Work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You see some of these videos. They'll be having, like, crazy topics. Hey, I want to teach you guys how to buy your first home. Oh, yeah? You got one minute to do it. Damn. Okay, um, how about you do You know what I mean? It's like, it's no fun. You're buying a home. Take a few more minutes out. Right. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, so they're telling a story. Right. And sometimes some stories take a little bit longer to tell, you know, to unwrap. So I just feel like I hear that complaint. I'm not saying it's not valid. But what I'm saying is you have to get to a place where you can sit down and listen to a story. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know, maybe it's like that old man in me talking as it's like hey hey guys i'm gonna tell you guys a story like i remember like old cats would be like yo i'm gonna tell you guys a story and be like, right and listen to it i don't know how long you went on but like that story was crazy the three hours that just went by you know so i love movies mm-hmm. i don't give a fuck if it's a three-hour movie right listen take three hours baby i i paid my ticket i'm parked I already looked up on the internet that this is three hours. Right. So I'm ready. But don't waste my fucking time. Nah, I feel you on that. Because I've gone to the movies, and I'm speaking in general right now. Mm-hmm. Gone to the movies, or I've gone on Netflix when certain films came out, and it was like, hey, this shit is three hours, but it's super hot fire. Yo, if it's super hot fire, I'm all in. Right. Let me get my popcorn. Let me get my sodas. Right. Let me get my Slurpee, my candy, whatever. Right. And I'm I'm a, I'm gonna dive in with you. Right. 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 But don't waste my fucking time. So do you feel like this movie did that? So but now we're gonna get there. Okay. This movie did not need to be this long. I agree. So that's my first thing. I agree. Now that leads to pacing. That's the second thing. Mm-hmm. If you're going to have a three-hour movie, it's not three hours exactly, but it's very close. It's like two so hours and 40, and yeah, it's like two hours and 40 minutes. Yeah, that's that's damn near three hours. Then you need to pace that movie well. Because if not, I'm not, I checked out already, mentally. Mm-hmm. I might still be in the seat physically, right? but mentally I'm gone. And now let's go to what you said about this microwave era we live in. Where it's like, zap it, three minutes, two minutes, one minute, 30 seconds. Cats ain't sitting there for three hours in a badly paced movie, right? So that's the next complaint is pacing. 
I don't think the movie was paced well. I don't mind the three hours, honest. It's Matrix. That should, they could have said four hours, and I'd have been there. Yo, four hours is cool. You ready? Yeah. Ready for four hours? Yeah. I'm cool with that. Yeah. But then, but we already said, give me a good story. Pace that shit. Yeah. I don't want to feel like I'm in there for eight hours. Yeah, no, you're right. That's part of making it a good story is learning. You have to know how to tell it. Like, it could be a good story, but you have to know how to tell it. It's like, you know, as you were saying the other night, where it's like, this might be good information in this textbook, but the way y'all presenting it boring. is boring. So it's not that the information is not good. It's that you present it in a way that you're turning me the fuck off. Right. So I dig, I dig that. Now, what I would say is, I feel, I, I agree with you. I'm down for a long movie. The pacing could have been better. You know yeah. what I'm saying? The pacing could have been better. So I, I agree with that. Um, but for me, that's not enough for me to be like, uh, I'm getting the fuck out of here. I don't like the pacing. No. What was the third thing? Pacing, time, not a good standalone movie. Okay, let's take that before Didn't, you No new ideas. Okay, let's take that. So, not a good standalone movie, which means if you didn't see the other ones, maybe you were lost. No, 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 no. It means this is not a good film by itself. It needs something else. Like if meaning, like let's say this was number. This is number four. If this four was to set up five and six, it's cool. But if this four is all we're ever getting, it wasn't good. Like it can't stand on its own. Um, that's, that's interesting. That's what they mean by yeah. That's on. interesting. So I feel like well, then once again we gotta get into like today's audience because you can say that for the first original Matrix, which everyone now says they love, and I'm and I'm and let me just put this out there: when the first Matrix came out, I was in college at the time. Everyone did not love it. Mad people were just like, what the fuck is going on? It took time for cats to watch it, go home, watch it again, watch it on DVD, Blu-ray, whatever, and start, little things start clicking. Oh, 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 oh! What should I watch that Matrix again? I like it now. But when it first came out in theaters, over most people said. So, and it was sort of the same thing. It was like, when it, when it ends, people were like, What's the fuck? What's going on? So, I feel like, for me, a good movie doesn't need to put a little bow at the end of it, right? It's like, um, what's the movie that we like where you gotta have that little... Inception. Inception, right? At the end of Inception, people were mad as hell. What? Because all he did was, I'm gonna say spin. People were wait, eager waiting for it to stop or keep going, or an actor to come in and say, this is never going to stop. But because it's just like, well, you know what? This is an artistic piece, and you be the judge of what you think it's going to do. No, don't do that to me. He's like, no, don't, no. You have to tell me where I'm going. Don't let me make a decision. And I'm like, it's a piece of art. I dig it. I could watch a piece of art and be like, okay, you look, it looked this way today. Come back next week. Oh, now it looks this way. Come back and now that's all that was. You know, maybe people call that a cliffhanger or whatever. I just feel like that. You just throw it out there. You leave the audience with something to think about. 
I, a good movie, if I'm if I'm making a movie, I want you to go home and talk about it. I want you to be like, okay, that's it. You think that they're gonna do this? No, I think they're gonna do that. That to me, that's a good movie. So if people are going home talking about it because they don't really know exactly where it is because I didn't put a little bow at the end. I I dig it. I love Matrix. So for me, this wasn't hard to not like. It wasn't hard. It wasn't hard for me to be a fan of it. I think that. I think that they did introduce new concepts, which I know I'm going to the next point. But yeah. I think they did introduce new concepts, like uh, Doogie Hauser's character. I don't yeah. know what his real name is. He's, he's Doogie Hauser. Uh, I don't know. I don't care. He's Doogie Hauser. Yeah, when I grew up, he was Doogie Hauser. Doogie Hauser. I'm saying, if y'all don't know, he's the guy from How I Met Your Mother. But for right. me, he's Doogie Howser. Uh, what was his name? The anal- the, ana- the analysis, yeah, the analyzer, something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the analyzer. The uh, yeah, analysis. The not the analysis. The what? Analyzer. No. The architect is the old dude. Yeah. Now we the have analyst. The analyst. The yeah. analyst. Yeah. So the analyst character was very. Yeah, I guess he does analyze. But that's, yeah, that's what he's doing. But yeah, he put the analyst. They went on the equalizer shit. <laughs> the, and he's an equalizer. He's equalizer. <laughs> so they did introduce new concepts. They introduced. You were cool. They, <laughs> they introduced. See what the Coquito did to you? Sir? I didn't even have the Coquito did they? <laughs> so they did introduce new concepts. Yeah. You have him, the analyst. You have the whole Zion. Or the new one, what is it, Ion or some shit? Ion, yeah. So you have Ion and that whole new thing. You have programs being able to be free now, not just humans. You have programs or bots, machines, whatever, also working with humans. There were a lot of new concepts. Uh, The question is, how was the execution of those concepts? Okay. Yeah. So that's for me that's that's a question, right? And yeah. I think that goes based on perception. Right. I think a lot of this was we gonna show love to the old films. Yeah. And personally, I didn't need any of that shit. Right. I know all the old films. Right. I've studied them, I've watched them. I watch Matrix like once a year, sometimes more. Mm-hmm. Me too. Sometimes I'm like, mm, I know I watched Matrix like two months ago, but but it's, it's a I good just, story. I just want to watch that right. shit. And I didn't need any of those flashbacks. Yeah, I feel you. There were too many flashbacks. Yeah. And it wasn't even like, for most of them, it wasn't even a well-done flashback, in my opinion. It was yeah. kind of like, oh, this wild shit happened. Flashback. Yeah. It's like, what? I don't... All right. Yeah. Now, I do think there was a lot of cool shit. I think drowning Neo in blue pills, so he has zero fucking power and zero recognition of what's going on or where he is. I think that was really cool. Um, I think that a lot of, like we say, the lyrics were there. I think they said a lot of shit that was like, whoa, that was crazy. Um, And really did that. But I don't think this had as many fly lyrics as the other films. I don't think that this had the same level of fly action that the old Matrix movies had. Remember, Matrix was like groundbreaking action shit. Like shit that happened in the first couple Matrix films, especially like one and two, it's shit that's industry standard now. Right. There was nothing like that in this new film. Right. 
And for me, that was a disappointment. Yeah. Because I'm not the action guy. But there was a lot of action, especially in Matrix 1 and 3. Mm-hmm. I know number 2 was story heavy. And there was action, but, you know, it was more about the story and challenging concepts, things of that nature. But 1 and 3 were full of dope-ass action. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, waiting. All right, when they gonna do the new fly shit? Right. When they gonna do the new fly shit? And it was like, well, here's Trinity, but not really. Here's Agent Smith, but not really. Here's uh, Morpheus, but not really. And it was like, all right, y'all giving me these little fake action scenes, but when the real shit gonna pop off? Yeah. And then we fast forward to the scene in the warehouse when you see like Merovingian and all of them, the quote unquote pirate programs. And even that action scene was like, is this a regular-ass fight scene? Like, this wasn't anything super fly. I agree. I, I I agree. I feel like the Merovingian and the people who rock out with him, mm-hmm. remember, like, in the uh, second movie, it took, like, a whole squad of them, and Neo and his, like, full powers and full awareness of himself and it was still a hard fight. He beat them all, but it wasn't quick. Right. You know what I'm saying? So um, these these are cats that like been around for like thousands of years through like all kinds of matrices. So you would want to see that their level of fighting is not like anyone else in the system. Um, and they didn't really pull that off. Um, and so I do understand that. Let me just put it this way. There's a lot of stuff on the surface that is like, oh, yeah, I don't like this. I don't like that. But for me, what makes The Matrix so great are the messages. And maybe you could even call them hidden messages. But it's the things that um, the writer and the director is saying with these characters or certain things in a movie, what they're trying to say about society. And that, for me, was the most thing that got me most excited about it, because it's not 30 years ago, right? We're 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 where we are now, and they were trying to say a lot of things, you know what I'm saying? And so, get to the other part of what we were gonna say. It's like you have to maybe you have to know the background of what was going, what was happening with um, uh, the Wachowski. The Wachowskis initially, and then how they end up doing it. You know what I'm saying? If you understand that, maybe you get it. But I can also be like, you shouldn't have to understand that to get it. I just feel like if I knew none of that stuff, those messages that they were saying about our current society, to me, was like, wow. You know? Um, Could the action have been better? Sure. I mean, like, I'm a martial artist. I love martial arts movies. You know? Um, but I think what she was trying to do, um, I mean, the director here was say, okay, let's go into the background a little bit. So this movie, um, Warner Brothers wanted to make a long time ago. They was putting pressure on the directors, the Wachowskis to make this movie a long time ago. They would always act, they would always say no. Warner Brothers would act, they would always say no. 
brothers are actors, they're all saying that. They was even going to Keanu Reeves, you know, hey Keanu, you know, we can't get these directors, do you want to do it? Keanu was like, Father Picasso's doing it? No, then I'm not doing it. Right. Father is doing it? Then I'm not doing it. Right. And so with those, let's call them legend characters, if the Wachowskis wasn't there, if Neil wasn't there, a lot of those other people, Trinity and all that, was like, I'm not doing it. So Keanu Reeves not playing it, and you want me to be, no, I'm good. I got other stuff I can do. So they always said no. So Warner Brothers was like, all right, I'm not going to keep saying no. I'm not going to accept no. It's fine if you don't want to do this. It's fine if he doesn't want to do it. We are making another Matrix. So either you're going to be down or not be down, but this movie is getting made. With that kind of pressure, she felt like, okay, this train is going. Either I'm going to be on this train or and help direct where the train is going to go or not be on it, and it goes wherever it, it just goes. And so she made that decision and said, okay, I'm going to be on this train, and I'm going to write this script, but I'm going to throw all the shade at Warner Brothers. Yeah. All the shade that I can throw, I'm throwing it. Right. And Warner Brothers is like, all right, I'm, I'm, you anti-corporate, anti-Warner Brothers. Have at it. Go for what you know, how much money you need. You know what I'm saying? Because, hey, at least you, we got you doing it. So it was a lot of this, like, corporations forcing people to do things that they don't want to do. Uh, it was a lot of this, like, corporations changing the narratives of things. Um, as well as people locked on on drugs and it's killing their creativity. Uh, as well as people being so emotionally um, attached to digital statements that um, they can't see beyond those things, those emotions, and see what the world is really made of because they are attached to these statements, these digital statements, and they create these emotional connections to them. There's a lot of that kind of stuff that I feel went over most people's heads because like the first Matrix, people were looking for gunfights and kung fu and all this other stuff, you know, like Matrix Two, a lot of lot more kung fu and all that stuff. And I'm like, I, I get that. I mean, I, I like those things too, but I like to see. It's more entertaining for me to see um, someone who who is being paid by a movie studio use like most of that budget, most of that time, most of that script to middle finger. <laughs> that movie studio. I just thought that I was like, who does that? You know what I mean? I think that was very bold, and I was just like, yo, I get it. I, I love it. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I'm excited to see where they're going to take it from there. Well, I don't know if there's more coming because there's a lot of rumors now where I, watching the film, I saw it twice in theaters, and both times my, my understanding was. This is clearly setting up other shit. Yeah. At the end, Trinity and Neo seem to be rewriting the Matrix. But how is that going to happen if the analyst is there and he's saying, like, y'all can do what the fuck y'all want, 
the machines fuck with me. More so, the people trapped in the matrix fuck with me and my style because I understand how to manipulate them. I understand what they want. Nobody wants this fake freedom shit y'all been preaching for 60 years. Yes, sir. So to me, it seems like, okay, number five is coming and a lot of shit is going to come to a head because there are things that are kind of left open, which you have what I just said, these two, or I guess three, or these two sides, which are now back battling each other for now, not control of the free minds so much, but control of the matrix to then get the free minds or the humans trapped in battery bubbles, whatever the fuck. Yep. That's one. The next thing they left open is uh, Ion. Mm-hmm. And what's going to happen with Ion? Is Ion going to survive on its own? Is Ion going to be able to handle this new situation? Mm-hmm. And then it also left a lot of programs or machines up in the air. Yeah. So to me, I saw the first, when I saw it the first one, I'm like, oh, like I thought, this is clearly setting up the next set of movies, right? This yes, is sir. clearly going to be five and six coming soon. And then when I saw it the second time, I was like, oh, yeah, five and six are coming. Like, I don't see how five and six could not be coming with how this is going. But now everything online, I have not seen an official statement from Warner Brothers or the Wachowskis or any of the people involved, but a lot of the things online are saying that the ticket sales, the streaming numbers were not enough and that it was, it, I don't know if they're considering it a flop, but they're saying it's not enough to continue making movies. Four and five are no longer up for conversation. This is the end. So that gives me a lot of questions. One, I don't believe that. Two, if if we are to believe it, this is a shitty ending. To me. To me, this is a shitty ending. You might as well have left it at three. And... Oh, oh, I thought you were saying something else. So, yeah, you should have just left it at three if this is not the end. So, I'm very curious to see how things are going to go forward. Um, I just think that a lot of the things in this film were hitting the mark or just below the mark, but never pushed the envelope. Mm -hmm. And to me, that's always one of the things I've loved about Matrix. Mm -hmm. It was like every time a film came out, they push all these new things. Yeah. It was like, but you can't love. You're a machine, right? Your favorite quote, right? Where it's like, but you're a program. You don't know what love is. It's like, oh, it's the vestigial word. Right. It's the meaning you give behind the word. Oh, right. you know? Right. In Matrix 1, it's like you guys are all upholding a system that really is destroying you, but you love it so much, you'll fight. They just kept pushing the limits. And same thing with the action, right? It was like they're fucking spinning cameras around and doing what they call now bullet time. Like all this super fly shit. And it's like, wow, y'all keep pushing the envelope. But where was the push envelope in this one? Yeah. And and the reason why is, so you look at those first ones, the directors, their heart is into it. They, it's, this is their baby. I want to do, I want to give it everything. Let's put this in there, put that in there. What you see now is making me do this. Making me do this. All right. Okay. Fine. You know, so don't have a pop tart. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? For breakfast. Now, the reason why I don't believe that this is going to be the end of it, because I'm looking at it from a movie studio perspective. What does a movie studio want right now in, in this current climate? Movie studios want franchise. They want to be able to take something that has legs and can grow more legs, right? So people are looking. People are looking at Disney, and they're like, "Damn, the Marvel shit there, whoa! Damn, that Star Wars thing. It's like it's just all over the place. You know what I'm saying? We could we could go back. We could do Legends. We could do the new stuff. We could do animation. We could do whatever. Hey, and so I think uh, uh, other movie studios are looking at like they're like, oh, what what do we have? We have we have anything that we can do." We got Matrix. Oh, we got Matrix. Okay, this is what we're going to do. You know what I'm saying? We're going to take this franchise and we're going to make some money with it. Right? Pirates of the Caribbean. The first one was dope. And they was like, oh, we got another one. Let's make another one. And then another one. And then another one. You know, it's like a theme park sign. We ain't done with this. Squeeze up. And so I feel like a movie studio, the same movie studio I have, Batman, and you do you say all the time if I see another fucking Batman <laughs> and it's coming <laughs> right, right. So it's like this is the same movie. So it's like I need franchise, yo. I need franchises. So here's Matrix that is like got all this love, got this big audience. This is not. I wouldn't necessarily say there's another movie coming, but I will say there's other projects coming. So we may not get, we may not put fifty million dollars to a new movie. But we might take $10 million and do a series on HBO. Or take $5 million and do another animation. We get some good writers. Now, now what we know is, as fans, is when the hungry people get it. So when you give it to like animators or people who are going to write those stories, they're going to be like, yo, you know what? I'm about to. Like I said, if you watch the, uh, a lot of people haven't watched it, but if you watch the Animatrix, yeah, I need to see the they like, they like, yo, we about, <laughs> I'm going to wild out with this story right now. Yeah. Like the Animatrix is dope. And Animatrix also is 30 years old, and a lot of people haven't seen it. When you ask me, yo, you saw Animatrix? What are you talking about? Right? So it's like, watch the Animatrix. Tell me how you feel about it. Because you'll see, all these different stories all coming out of the matrix, but you can see how you can have this bifurcation of all these different stories. Right. And all you need is like hungry writers who are just like, I smoke weed, I do shrooms, and I, and see, I got some wild I got shit. crazy idea. Hold right. on. You know what's gonna happen now? Okay, so he gonna marry this chicken, but she's a mod, right? Hold I'm not done. They're in Japan. Wait a second. There's a sacred sword. Hold on. It's digital. <laughs> right. I'm not done. It's, they're going to just go there. Right. You know what I'm saying? You'll be like, yo. So, may not have enough. It's, 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 it's a ton of work putting a movie together. I get that. Way less work to be like, here's a few, here's a few mil. Let's make some animation. Why not? Here's a few mil. Let's go make a video game in and make it real world. Fortnite could do it. We play oh, open world. world. Yeah, make it open world. Why not? 
People been asking us like crazy. You know how many people write Warner Brothers? When is the next video next? So they're looking at Fortnite like, hold on, son. This is, well, hold on. So you, if you want more powers, give me five dollars every time you want a power. Why not? You want if you want you address it up. You want clothes for it. Let me get twenty dollars to get the pack. Put your metaverse on, son. This is a movie studio we talking about here. So to think that this is going to be the last time you see Matrix, the Wachowskis may have nothing to do with that. You already know Warner Brothers is like, I already told you I'm comfortable with not having y'all involved. We own this. Gangster. See, but that's the thing that gets tricky with all of this streaming and all of this other shit because when you have all of these franchises in your your hand at your disposal, that's cool. But what you going to do with them? Because, for example, one of the things that I mentioned very often, it's now being mentioned, it's now being compared with this film, is those first couple movies we got from Disney of Star Wars. It was like, yo, what is this trash y'all are slapping us around with? And that is what people are now saying about this Matrix movie. It's being compared to, what is it, Force Awakens or some shit? Whatever that first episode seven was. It's being compared because they're saying, you know, and, and shout out to my man, Bare Minimum, because he's the one who put me onto this, but they are now comparing the two because it's like, okay, what happened in Force Awakens? A bunch of paying homage and not a lot of really new fly shit. And that's how people are feeling about this matrix. It was like, this was the pay homage film that didn't do a lot of new fly shit. And although we may see it differently or may not, it's like, yeah, but you see Disney didn't keep putting out them films. They did that trilogy, and we ain't heard shit about it since. But how many did they do? They did three films. Okay, so to say that, oh, this is going to be the only one, if you're talking about a movie studio mentality, they'll put out garbage. They don't care. But that's that. I'm not saying I agree because with Because well, now, but now I'm look. That doesn't mean that that's going to be the end of it because maybe it was a flop or some or some legend fans didn't like it. Because Disney is straight up, this is not for you. Were you 35, 40, 50? This is not for you. Yeah, I know when Luke Skywalker did it, 68. I don't care. I'm creating new things. Oh, but you can't do that because you got to understand the. Millennium Falcon, the only, I don't care. I don't care. But you don't understand that the Wookiees, they are from this part of the, I don't care. I don't care. I'm doing what I want to do with this story. And that's what got people like us mad. Because I'm like, yo, I, I have like all kind of philosophies with this whole thing. And y'all just killing it. Y'all don't care about that. You know what I'm saying? So I get it. And I agree. But that don't mean that's going to stop the train. Yeah, but this is a different environment right now. Yeah, but then they're going to put themselves in a really sticky situation. Because you see, Disney had to do a lot of shit to get us back into Star Wars. All type of Rogue One, solo movie, all these shows now. Like, there's a reason they're not touching any of that shit. Yeah, they, they all they do is network to both David. You know what I'm saying? They're like, okay, I'm going to have something for everybody. That's all. That's all I'm going to do. I'm going to Walmart this bitch. I, I, I heard what you said. I'm going to create this for you. See, and now you're happy now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you, you like that Mandalorian, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. I know you do. 
and then I'm gonna create this other thing. You're gonna be like, but other somebody else gonna watch that garbage and love it. You see what I'm saying? So it's like they're just Walmarting it. They're just gonna network the bodegas. This part is for you. This part is for you. And all I want is your money. And they're doing that. I think Warner Brothers is looking like uh, looking at a studio like Disney and like y'all niggas is flop. How can I do that? All right, I, I, I'm, I'm, Batman is doing whatever he wants to do. Superman is doing whatever whatever he wants to do. What else do we have, son? Oh, we got Matrix. It's just been sitting there. Well, how come we do anything with it? Oh, because the Wachowskis don't. Because the Wachowskis. You tell me I can't break bread because the Wachowskis. If you call them up one more time, let them know. Let, give me the phone. I don't know which one is this, right? But I'm gonna tell both of y'all, right? I'm making this movie, son. What you want to do? What you want to do? You down or you not down? And yeah, I got I bread. How much bread you took? If it's a bread situation, good. Well, it's not just bread. I want creative, blah blah blah. You got it. Look at the script. Oh, you spent half the script just shitting on us. You know what? That's fucked up. I like it. Go through. <laughs> Go through. You know what I'm saying? Do you, do you think we can get T-Mobile to maybe put a, you know, they're just trying to make they throw. So I agree that it's going to this like weird place because we're in this weird place. They're, they're, movie studios are looking at it like this may not be a blockbuster movie. How's it going to stream? Mm-hmm. How, how? What kind of merchandise are we selling with it? Um, you know, uh, what? What kind of animation we could do? What kind of video games we could get? It's it's not like it was back then. It's like it's like broken up into so many different things. They're looking at it that way. Yeah, but that might fuck it up. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That might fuck it up because before it was one thing to say we got these three movies. Here's two video games that may or not intertwine with the films, but now to do the intricate stuff that Disney slash Marvel is doing. You got to get your weight up. Having cash is not enough anymore. Yeah, Ask yeah. Netflix. Right. Not enough anymore. Disney came through and was like, oh, Netflix is the top dog? Powder? <laughs> <laughs> Smack the shit out of Netflix. Yeah, Netflix right. was Trying dizzy. To... I don't know what just happened, but our streams are down. and We lost half our subscribers yep. in, the, in a quarter. Call Denzel or somebody. What, what's Will Smith doing? Can we yeah. get him? Is he fat? How about the movie? Wait. Oh, that's YouTube? Oh, damn, damn it. YouTube got him. Oh, damn. I was going to do that with Will Smith. <laughs> I'm saying? Smack the shit out of Netflix. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, right. And so we know in this game, content is king. And he who holds the best content will be on top. And something like the Matrix, if you own it, you're not trying to just, you know, let it go like that. You're gonna try to, you're gonna try to milk that cow. Yeah, but then they're gonna fuck it up. Sure. Then, then we're gonna have mad cow disease. Yeah, but y'all like mad cow disease. You may not like mad cow disease, but other people gonna be out there. Listen, like they said in the movie, even if it's bad, it's good. I get more power with y'all being emotionally charged with this shit. Right. So now that it's mad cow disease, you uncomfortable, you you hate me. Look at all this energy you produce. Right. 
You make a comment. Oh, fuck that, y'all. Yeah, you get that comment now. I say going viral. Yeah, I'll take a piece of that. Yeah. It's it's a it's a it's a weird place that we in. Yeah. But um, I'm more excited about them finding hungry writers mm-hmm. and creating great stories that they'll be like, yo, that was dope. Like last night we watched that Justice for the beginning. You could tell. I'm like, whoever was writing this was just like, listen, I can. What? I Rose, where we're going, we don't need Rose. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go wild with it. It was also an inception shit. You're waiting for a train. Stop <laughs> <laughs> playing. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But you don't know where it's going. Like everything was going what is she doing here? Said so, I'll take it. Like, why is Rose constantly I created this dope joint and she just comes out of nowhere. Breaking things. What's wrong with handle that? Right. Sorry, son. Not that's what's happening right now. That's exactly what's happening. Injustice. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's exactly what's happening. But that's what I mean. That's what I'm excited to see. I want to see Rose come out. I want to be like, I'm gonna write some wildest shit up. I'm gonna go completely against the grain. And I think that Tokashi's tried to do that with this movie. For a lot of people, it was unsuccessful. I know I enjoyed it. But I will say to those people, if you can watch it online or something, watch it again. Just watch it again because I think, like the first movie, a lot of stuff went over your head. And if you watched it again, you might just get it. We'll see. We shall see. All right. You want to end it here? Yes. Thanks for coming through. We will see you guys soon, split screen style. Split it up. We'll be potting again. Leave comments, like, subscribe, check out some super regular shit, and thanks. Peace. And let's roll out, roll out, roll out, roll out. Let's roll out.